Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm all excited. Um, there's lots of people online. Thank you very much for tuning right into the webinar. That's awesome and amazing. I'm glad you guys got in talking about the live dem. You know, I just was in Florida and I had the live dem down there and that was, oh my gosh, it was so much fun. Um, they come, Jimi Hendrix came through. Like seriously, who the hell has a Jimi Hendrix reference? Um, a guitarist, obviously. Yeah, a deceased guitarist. So that was pretty cool. And my good friend and colleague, Alyssa Wilds, was down there um, doing a gallery with me. And she'll be here in October with our colleague and friend, um, Cynthia Fontaine from Rhode Island. I'm thinking, where the hell is she from? <laughs> so from Rhode Island. And um, yeah, so I'm all excited for all that. Yes, that's pretty cool. And again, that's in October. The Three Mediums event with uh, George Corey and Deanna Fitzpatrick will be in July as normal. So I hope you're able to make out, make it out to those guys. That's, it's just so much fun working with other great mediums, you know, it really is, it's really great. So anyways, um, this Saturday, the demonstration or dem as it is in the business um, is in Rochester, Michigan at Updog Yoga. It's in a lovely, lovely place, really cool. Um, right downtown uh, at 210 University, West University. And um, it's just such a cool place. It really is. Um, really cool old building and good atmosphere, real good atmosphere. The vibe there is great. It's definitely great. Really nice door um, that you can purchase lots of cool stuff in. Anyways, um, the demonstration of mediumship, what's it all about? You know, you could easily sum it up and say, well, you know, I talked to dead people. And that is part of it. That's part of it. But I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a view or a peek into what goes on on the back end, right? On the back end of this. So there's a lot going on in the back end of a demonstration. Mostly, really, and more importantly, is all the advertising and the promotion and the lives like this that we're doing, you know, to get it up and running and creating all the artwork. And I have to have like four pieces of artwork for all the different places that it's advertised. And so there's like months of planning that goes into all of this. And then on the day of the dem, I try not to work during the day. I like to rest and save all my energy for the evening. And I barely eat anything because um, I want the energy to go here and not in my stomach. And but wait till afterwards. Ha ha! Hold no holds barred. Um, yeah. So the day of the dem, I eat very very little. And usually while you guys are coming in, if I have helpers, which a lot of times I do, they're manning the stations and I'm up and I'm hiding somewhere, meditating, walking around listening to rock and roll music or old time rock and roll, or sometimes I feel like I need to meditate or I never know. It really depends upon how I feel. And I guess the energy or the vibe that, that's going on even during the day, hours, hours in advance. Sometimes I have to, this always cracks me up. It always cracks me up. Very often when I'm doing a dem at night, your loved ones are with me in my home, Nine ten o'clock in the morning. So I have to say, okay, guys, just wait in the waiting room, which is my living room. And they will politely sit there all day long. So 
on the way to the den, um, I usually, of course, I usually tell these people, you know, come back tonight, right? Well, some of them just, they just hang out. So on the way to the den, I'm usually listening to nothing. I'm tuning in because spirit's usually riding along in the car. Very often it's riding along in the car. Um, so it's a kind of a, a neat thing. Um, I don't remember them because I always, those guys too, I talk to them for like five seconds if that, and I tell them, come back. Hit me over the head, make sure that you can tune into me, that kind of thing. So when the demonstration starts, I come in blind, right? I don't remember anything. And so after I'm meditating or connecting, you know, communing with nature, whatever I got to do, then I walk into that room, nothing. Zippity-doo-dah. I'm not stacking, in other words, trying to remember everything that came through. No, because that takes me out of my spirit head, my left brain, as it, as it were. Um, it takes me into my, pardon me, I just got that backwards. It takes me into my left brain because I'm trying to memorize. So I let it go. I let it go. You know, I'm sure many of you guys have heard me say, you talk to me five minutes later, I can't remember a damn thing I said. And it's a truth. It's an absolute truth. Because I don't need your stuff in my hard drive right here, right? It goes in one ear and out the other, and I won't remember a doggone thing. Hmm. Unless it's really remarkable. And even at that, sometimes it's, sometimes I just don't remember. So if I ever talked to you, if I ever read you, if I ever like stumbled over you or bumped into you or hugged you or whatever, don't be offended if I don't remember you. Because <laughs> I'm in my medium mind. Yes, I'm in my medium mind. So I'm not trying to remember anything. And that's kind of the way it is for almost all mediums, I believe. Yeah. So anyways, um, when I get up in front of the group, I usually talk a little bit. I always talk a little bit to help you guys um, understand what to expect, which is usually, and I usually say something like, I never know how it's going to come through, whether I see it, hear it, feel it, taste it, or smell it. I give it to you as I get it. I always give it to you as I get it. Sometimes it sounds really goofy, but I give it to you anyway. Because who knows? Maybe what I consider goofy is your life. <laughs> Probably. Because everybody has a goofy life, right? Those goofy, weird things that happen around us and to us and, and uh, in our families. Yeah, everybody has those weird things. And so I don't try to censor it. I just give it. I just give it. If you don't understand it, that's fine. I give it anyway. And if you still don't understand it, well, then it could be that Spirit's using my reference point to try to get me to say something that you'll recognize, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So, and then um, sometimes there's, not, and not all mediums do this, um, because they've been taught not to. And I get it. I've been taught not to, too. But what the hell? It happens, so I talk about it. Um, split linking or piggybacking, where two or more spirit get together with the exact same information. Exactly. So do you really think that I want to set someone aside saying, I'm not talking to you. I'm just going to talk to that guy. When this guy has the exact same information. First of all, I think that's rude. Second of all, I want to connect with as many spirit people as possible. That's my job. 
My job is to serve your spirit people. And this is something that some people might think is rude. So bear with me. You guys might have paid the admission fee, but my job is not to serve you. My job is to serve your spirit loved ones. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny. That comment really kind of strikes people as weird sometimes. Like, how rude is that? Well, if I gave you exactly what you wanted to hear, the message may turn out all wrong. They may turn out all wrong. So I give you exactly as I get it. It's not my job to censor or to decide what I think is best for you. No, not at all. I don't know what's best for you. Sometimes I don't know what the hell is best for me. So I trust that your spirit people, whether they're angels, guides, ancestors, whatever, has your back. And my job is to give that to you as I get it. Excuse me, I'm going to turn this down just a little bit. So that's what I do. That's what I do. So tonight I will be, I'm going to be doing some little impromptu readings. I will be answering questions. So, so from Portland, Michigan, where the heck is Portland, Michigan? I was just in um, Muskegon on the weekend visiting my son, just uh, west, uh, west or north of Grand, yeah, west of Grand Rapids. He's in a little town called Ravana, and uh, just a inky dinky little town, maybe probably a couple hundred square feet, a couple hundred people. So I think I went through Portland. I think maybe I'm not sure. Anyways. So thank you guys for tuning in. Let's see. Have I met the Long Island medium? What do I think of her? Can you channel your own loved ones? Have I met her? No, I have not. Um, I, haven't, I haven't even gone to see her. Isn't that sad? Some really great friend I am, right? Um, and I really should go because I'm telling you what. Some of my friends get really ticked off because my relatives are loud and obnoxious. Let me tell you what, they come through a lot. I mean, like crazy a lot. Anyways, um, have I met her? No. Do I think she's a good medium? Yeah, I really do. I really do. Now, granted, you have to realize if you're watching her show, I don't even know if it's still live anymore, but if you're watching her show, you have to realize, which most people don't, is that she's taping for eight to 10 hours to get a one hour show, all right? So in other words, editing, major editing. Um, and that's fine, that's, that's what it's all about, right? They're only gonna show you the good stuff um, or the stuff that's pertinent or important or whatever. And that makes sense, so that's, that's cool, I totally get it. In her lives, I've heard, and this, I've heard this from a few people, um, is that, you know, Christian, we have thousands of people there. She probably reads about 10 people, 15 people, something like that, which isn't bad. Um, but other than that, I really, you know, I've seen her work on TV and I think she's great. I think she's great. I really do. Um, so if you've been to see her, good for you. Good for you. Um, so can you channel your loved ones? Yes. Absolutely yes. Of course you can. Um, channeling, you know, by definition is talking to spirit. Right, talking to spirit. Now, if you're trance channeling, but there's also trance or channeling where spirit enters within your body. 
right? So you're speaking for spirit. That I've done before. Um, kind of like a, it's a trance channel where you're kind of like la la off in la la land somewhere. Um, and spirit's using your body. They're using your voice, your vocal cords, and your physical body to manifest, to speak, and that kind of thing. Haven't done it in years. So I don't think I would trust myself to do it um, publicly or for clients anyways. Um, at least not until I've had some work. I've done some work. Yeah. You know, you don't use it, you're going to lose it. And it's the same thing, you know. Uh, you do get rusty. You're not going to lose it. Let me put it that way. You're not going to lose it because it's a mediumship skill, which you're born with but you will get rusty yeah you will get rusty can you channel your loved ones in other words talk to them and yeah absolutely you can absolutely you can now however that being said it is more difficult to communicate with your own loved ones because your emotions are involved right so very often someone might say you know my kids have seen dad and my husband's seen dad and blah 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 but i can't it could be, it could be that you're too emotionally involved. Mm -hmm. You're too emotionally involved. And very often, and that's where I come in, right? So if someone's wife or husband or kid or whatever passed away yesterday, yeah, I can talk to them. Probably 95% I can talk to them. But you can't because you're too emotionally charged. That's why a lot of mediums will say, wait three months before you see a medium after your loved one passes. It's not really for your for your loved one that's passed. It's for you. It's for you to process your grief mm -hmm. so that you're ready and open to hear what comes through. Yeah. Very often, to be honest with you, um, for instance, if it's a child's passing or, or if there's a, like a child suicide or a, um, something like that, which would make it really, really difficult emotionally for the family to hear. It's best if you do wait. Not just for you, but it gives the loved one time to process and understand. Like maybe they committed suicide accidentally or intentionally, we don't know. And it gives them a chance to process what happened. Like what was the motivating factor, right? That whole thing. Because very often, of course, if it's a suicide, there's mental health problems there. So they need to kind of figure things out. Almost kind of like, this might sound kind of silly, but getting your sea legs. It's kind of like that. So getting your sea legs and then they learn how to communicate. Yeah. Because communicating, uh, when you're on the other side, a lot of times, <laughs> it's kind of funny. A lot of times I'll see somebody going, like, like they're yelling at me. It's like, hello. If I don't hear it, see if they haven't tuned into my radio station, they can yell all they want, but they have to understand that we have to communicate um, at a frequency, right? at that specific frequency. And that's where I meditate and, and raise my vibration. And then they have to come down and meet that vibration so that we can have a, a match. Yeah. So anyways, yes. So I hope that answered your question. Let me grab my goggles. Let's see. Um, my dad came through and my mother-in-law piggybacked with dad at a reading from Cheryl. That's very cool. Um, sometimes, uh, not necessarily piggybacking. Not necessarily piggybacking. 
because a man and a woman wouldn't have the exact same evidence. However, however, dad can loan her energy to allow her to come through. Okay? There's a couple, there's a couple scenarios there. One is called being a harbinger. In other words, uh, maybe dad, this is just an example, Cheryl. So maybe dad comes through, builds up the energy of the room with his energy, and then allows mom to come in, right? Because that energy now kind of is helping her to connect with mind. And also that time that I spend talking to dad gives her a chance to kind of ramp up and figure out the, the frequency I'm at. That helps. That helps a lot. It helps a lot. Um, yeah, so piggybacking, no. However, what you're, and if the second is the, is the scenario, which of course I can't remember doing your reading, but anyways, so if the second is the scenario, which I'm assuming it, it is, he, what he's done is called holding space. He's held space in the room for her so that she can come through. He builds up the energy and, and, keeps me involved, keeps me on track with that vibe so that she kind of tune in. So she, well, she is kind of piggybacking into mine and your, and her, your, your dad's energy. So it's just kind of a weird, it's a weird thing. It is a weird thing. Um, the, the dynamic behind the mediumship and how it all works is it's weird. It, it's just weird. Um, you know, none of us really have any control over how it comes through. We all have our own specific clairs, if you will, you know, clair, clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairgustience, uh, clairalliance, um, our clairsentience is in our belly and our uh, claircognizance is just knowing. So that pops in our head. So we don't really have any control over how it comes in. However, spirit will bring it through any way that they believe that we can understand fully what they're giving us. So through experience, that's how I interpret. So to be honest with you, again, I never know how it's going to be interpreted. That's why I give it to you literally. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, just tried finding it, but I can't, I can't see you on Zoom. That was a weird one from Julie. That's an odd one. Let me see if I can find you, honey. Let me see if I can find Julie. If you guys would like a reading, down at the bottom of your screen, you or top of your screen, I'm not sure how, whatever your, however your screen is laid out, raise your hand. If you're interested in a reading, raise your hand. Woohoo! Yay, everybody! Very good, very good. So hopefully you have your your audio and your video on so we can see you. You will be live on this dem, this little mini dem here. See, good evening from Seattle. Well, hi, Misty, welcome from Seattle. Wow, you know, I had um, a friend that I attended a class with who's in Australia and she mentioned it today, so that's kind of neat. Um, so here's one and I can't tell who this is. Let's see, Melinda maybe, I really can't tell says, my aunt has gotten upset with me because her dad, my grandpa, has come to me more times than I can count, but doesn't come to her. Well, you know what? It's pretty much like I said earlier, that if he can't tune into her vibe, or if she's adamant, like, I need you to talk to me, blah, 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 she's actually shutting it down. 
She's actually shutting it down. She says, he's my daddy. You have your own. He should be coming to me. I tried to explain just what you talked about. And then when she's ready, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, I, I can't tell you how often that happens. We have no control over this. We simply don't. You know, in a regular reading, I say a regular reading, whether on your phone or, or um, in person, it doesn't matter, but a phone reading or a medium, you know, it's a mediumship reading, right? Normally, I just let the spirit come in who come in. And then maybe about halfway through, I'll say, is there anyone here that you'd like to communicate that hasn't made their, their presence made known yet? And I'll ask for them by first name. I'm telling you what, probably 9.9 .9 times out of 10, they're right here. So instead of just talking to me, standing in the room talking to me, they come and sit on me. So I'm kind of inside their energy. They're here. So they just needed to find a different way to connect or communicate with me, right? So instead of auditorily, which is usually my main mode of communication, um, they sit on me so I can feel them. Yeah. So it could be, it could be that your mom is expecting to hear from her dad in a specific way when she needs to open up the possibilities. So he may be coming through to her completely differently than what she's anticipating, you know? So maybe, this is just an example. So maybe, so grandpas are great for birds like cardinals and blue jays and red-winged blackbirds and robins, you know, they're big on that. So she's expecting to see her dad coming through as this cardinal or whatever. Well, hello, maybe he's coming through in smells. Maybe she's smelling random cigarette smoke or cigar smoke or, you know? So that's just an example. Very, very common, kids. Very common. And you know what? In a public dem, they come through the exact same way. I never know how they're going to come through. And that's why everybody who's sitting as an audience member in the dem really needs to be open. I can't tell you how many say, oh, mom, please come through. Oh, mom, please come through. Oh, mom, please come through. And then Uncle Jack comes through. And he's like, mm-hmm. Totally over your head, missed him. And I sent him away because no one could take Uncle Jack. Okay? It happens. So we have to be open because maybe mom wasn't able to get through to my radio station. So Uncle Jack was making the connection for her. It happens. So it's really important for you guys to be open. It's, it's so important. Okay. Um, how do you differentiate between the spirit's voice and your own voice in your mind? Oh, Karen, that's a biggie. That's a real biggie. You know, because it happens to me a lot. It's happened to me since I was a little kid. I hear voices. You know how when you're in a hotel room and you can hear like the voices in the next room? You can't tell what's being said. It's more like, you know, that kind of thing. I hear that all the time. I've had to learn how to tune it in and tune it out, that kind of thing like a radio, you know, like turn down the volume a little bit. So how I discern is there's a, there's such a shift. There's a small, subtle shift in energy. There's a small, subtle shift in energy where I, um, it's almost like, okay, so you know what, without, without perceiving that because you've had experience in it or you if you haven't 
that what you can do, you know, if something like, why would I have randomly thought, okay, so here's, here's the thing. Today I was doing a reading and all morning long, I was thinking about chicken pot pie. I hate pot pie because it has peas in it. So why would I have randomly thought about chicken pot pie? Well, I knew it wasn't me. And I wasn't tuning in as I was going grocery shopping. So sure enough, as soon as I got done with grocery shopping and connected to that reading, sure enough, there was the chicken pot pie, man. <laughs> right? So things like that. So they will communicate in other ways. Thoughts. I only thought about chicken pot pie. I didn't smell it or didn't see it in my mind's eye. I only thought about it. So things like that. Like, why would I have thought about that? That's an easy way to tell if it's you or if it's spirit. Just remember it was said. Okay, just remember. All right. So, brothers, our brothers, our brothers what? Okay, so Wendy Duke, let me try to find you. Oh, there you are. Okay, so Wendy Duke. I'm going to promote you to panelists, which means you're going to come up and pop up. So straighten your hair and, and uh, put your face on, all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to unmute you. You're on, you are unmuted. So stand in front of the camera, baby doll, because I don't see you. All I see is your... Okay. your... Hey! There you are! Hi! Hi! Hi, I how had, are you? I'm, I'm doing all right, doing Good. all right. What do you mean by yeah. our brothers? So you were talking about the cardinals and things, and... You know, th there's always cardinals around me, but people seem to drop like flies around me my whole life. So, mm -hmm. you know, people hear things in my homes all the time and it it's it's just normal around me. But when you had, were talking about the birds, it was just interesting to me because there's always cardinals around me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, that, like I said, cardinals are, I don't know why, I have no idea why spirit chooses birds and especially cardinals um just because they are so rare they really are rare but all of a sudden we got like 12 of them you know yeah um are your relatives the cardinals no they are not however you can bet your sweet bippy that your brothers are there when the cardinals are there right they're with you then okay yeah so how many times are you not aware when the birds are out in the backyard right so they could be there all the time you're just not aware of it so they make you aware when they are a present. Okay. Yeah. So it's really a representation of them. And keep in mind, Wendy, that if you've come to understand or associate a specific loved one with a bird or anything, anyways, it can come in any form, whether it's a real thing or a, a picture in a book or a billboard or whatever. Okay. Mm, yeah. Thank you. Cool. Very good. Very good. Thank so let me give you a reading. All right. So what's interesting is I'm getting a sense of you um, hunkering down and there's a lot of nonsense going on around you I'm seeing. And I just feel like you're trying to shelter yourself, kind of like hiding underneath an umbrella so you don't get hit with all the nonsense, right? I'm just kind of like, mm -hmm. yeah. So what I'm hearing is there's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. So it's almost like sometimes, and your home is you. 
You yourself yes. and you. And me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You yourself and you. So where you know that by staying the course, being yourself, remaining who you are without influence or negativity from someone else's drama, right? You will be, you'll be safe. And I feel like that's where the umbrella comes in place. Yeah. Right? So hunker down, keep on doing it. I know it's almost like you have to keep on imagining this umbrella over. So mm -hmm. the umbrella, when I was first developing, the umbrella for me was more like a kind of like a bubble, you know, but then my umbrella turned into like one of those really funky, weird, like 1970s umbrellas that kind of look like a mushroom. So it goes like this. It's clear. Yeah. You remember yeah, them? Okay. Remember you them. don't remember this, but you've seen them, right? I do remember them. Right? They're clear and I can see through it and I can walk around. It's kind of like that. So imagine when all this nonsense and bullshit's flying around you, imagine yourself protected by this clear umbrella. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Wow. All right, my sweet. Well, thanks for playing. Awesome. Thank you. You're, right, you're absolutely you. amazing. Thank right. you. Thanks, honey. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Thanks. Let's see. She gets sick. Wendy also gets cigarette smoke. Yeah. You know, cigarette smoke, cigar smoke, um, pipe tobacco. My grandfather, one, my maternal grandfather often comes to me in cigar smoke when I'm in the grocery store of all places. Although I didn't catch them today, but that's one of the places he's often at. And oddly enough, usually in the dairy aisle. I have no idea. Whatever. Okay, let's see here. Ooh. Let's see. I'm just picking these random things. Let me talk to Julie Hoban. Does she have her hand up? Let's see here. Yes, she does. Julie, get ready. Here you come, girlfriend. Can you hear me? I can. I can hear you too. Yay. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Good. Good. Do you have a question for me? No, I'm just kind of hanging out. <laughs> Just kind of hanging out. One of the things that I'm seeing, and it's kind of a funny thing. I actually have a woman here in spirit with me. Mm -hmm. And she's talking to me about you having butterflies. Do you have a tattoo on your arm or a tattoo? Yeah. yeah. So is there a butterfly on the tattoo? Or something Not with wings? No, I've got um, sweet peas. A what? Sweet peas, like flowers. Oh, okay. Because she's showing me butterflies. Um, and I almost want to say that this has something to do with the lady who had, could be the, had the flowers. All right. Mm -hmm. um, I would say that this is on mom's side of the family. Yeah. So probably grandma or yeah, aunt or something like this. And she's talking. Oh, gosh. Okay. Thank you. Um, she's talking to me about being with the man who is toasted. In other words, an alcoholic. Do you understand who that oh. is she's speaking of? Like that I am? That she I don't know, honey. As long, I just, you know, don't, you don't have to tell me. I just, she's okay. telling me that she's with the man who is toasted. In other words, the one oh, who's the alcoholic. Oh, oh, oh. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's funny because I'm hearing your voice and then I'm hearing, it's like a, there's a little bit of a delay. It just kind of sounds kind of funny. Anyways, 
Yeah, so she's here, she's present. And you understand there's also, this is creepy, creepy, cool, creepy. Okay. Do your doors open up in your house? Yeah. I am, I kid you not. She opened my door. <laughs> I'm sitting, obviously, I'm, I'm in the back bedroom. This is my, this is my office. Mm -hmm. And there's a door right there. The bedroom door is right there. And it opened like this much, like yeah. this much. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> I love it. I she love it. Yeah. So you have that happen in your house? Yeah. She hangs out with me a lot. Awesome. That is mm -hmm. so cool. I just love it. I just love, I love it. Her. And I was glad that she came through. Now, she's also talking to me. Is there a young boy in the family, please? Yeah. Okay. How old is this guy, this little kid? Um, he is one and a half. Okay. One of the things she's talking to me about is her joy at watching him develop. All right? <laughs> she is saying to me, this might sound kind of goofy. She's saying to me that you need to um, push him a little bit um, academically. And at one and a half, what the heck, right? No. What she's showing me is, like, do you have a Cracker Barrel near you? Like in Michigan, yeah. Okay. So when you go to Cracker Barrel, sit yeah. him outside and have him play checkers. Oh, yeah. Because she showed me one of those Cracker Barrel, like on a burlap or canvas or whatever mat, right? Yeah, and yeah. granted, at his age, he's not going to understand what the hell he's doing. Yeah. But he can stack and make towers and, you know, yeah, do stuff like that. So, because she's showing me what looks like a chess set, but I think it's checkers is what she's showing me. So, yeah, so cool. So cool. So anyways, yeah, so encourage him really okay. encourage him because I do feel like she's saying he's he will be a little bit above where he should be yeah oh, pretty yeah. cool yeah. yeah so he might be playing what checkers about? by the by three wouldn't that be cool yes <laughs> what yeah, about the cool. um guy who came through with her pardon me the guy who came through with her right Does he have anything He's just, was he a military guy? Because he's kind of standing in a military stance. Uh, oh, then I know, yes, I know who it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's kind of like standing with his arms behind his back and his legs spread a little bit, you know, military stance guy. Mm -hmm. um, he's mm -hmm. just, he's just letting you know he's, he's there. there. Yeah. He's there watching yeah. over. Okay. Yeah. He's also okay. saying, he's also saying he owes some apologies. So, oh. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, he, he's saying he's a little cranky. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, a little cranky. All right, sweetie. It was great talking to you. Awesome. Take care, so honey. Much. Bye. Okay, bye. All right. I love this. You know, I never know who's coming through. And I, you know, I, I start these things with um, intending to do psychic readings. In other words, just kind of tune in and tap into you and that kind of thing. And I've got a stroke person coming through now. And I never know when spirit's going to pop in. But I started talking to her and all of a sudden, oh, hello. It's like all of a sudden she made her presence known. I just love that. But she wouldn't have been here if I hadn't connected with her, right? She wouldn't have made her presence known. Because why would she? She was here kind of in the background, just waiting, just waiting to turn the TV set on.
or the radio, right? Okay, so I do have a stroke person coming through. All of a sudden it came up and over my face and I feel like doing one of those things, all right? So I need you to, if you have a, just a minute, if you have a stroke man, if you have a stroke man, please um, type yes in the, in the comments here, in the chat. Oh, there's a couple of you. Okay, hang on. So I'm going to go. I want you to keep on your chat, okay? Um, and then I will determine who, is, who I'm coming through because I will bring more information through. So here's what will happen like in a public dem. I will, because there's multiple of you, I want you all to listen in. I'm going to give multiple pieces of information. If you understand the information, you need to keep typing yes. All right. So, so far I have three of you, uh, four of you. Okay. So Cheryl, Jeannie, Bumpa, um, and Colleen. All right. So you four, no one else type in other than these four for the next couple seconds here. All right. So as I tap into him, I've got a tall man here. He had dark hair when he was young. He was on the thinner side, I want to say. Uh, medium to thin. When he was older, he got pretty thin. Um, he actually said a little bit bony in the hands. And he's also talking to me. I don't know if it's a pipe or chewing tobacco that he's got. What is King George? I always kind of got a sense that it was a, a, like a loose tobacco. Okay. Does that make sense, anybody? Cheryl, Sherry, Bumpa and Colleen. Does that make sense to you girls? Tall, lean, no on genie. Okay. Loose tobacco. It's definitely loose tobacco. So either pipe or, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Girls, type in, please. Let's go. Tall, lean. Okay. Cheryl, Sherry has that. Uh, nope. Colleen, that's not cigarettes, honey. Okay. So Cheryl, I think I just have Jeannie and then Bumpa. What about you, Bumpa? Are you ready? Are you in there? Okay, so Sherry, I'm going to talk to you. Let me find you in the attendees here. Here you come, Sherry. Can you hear me? I've unmuted yeah. you. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay, I can't see you for some reason. Okay, I just asked you to, to share your video. Did you see a, a notice? Yep. There you go. Yay! Ha-ha! <laughs> There you go. All right. So dad's tall and lean. Okay. Okay. Now I also got a sense. Did the stroke not kill him? It didn't kill him. Okay. I didn't think it did. I felt like there was some lasting um, effects, of course, mm -hmm. but I did not feel like that was what caused his passing. Now, I also, just a minute, what is that? I'm also getting some kind of reference to uh, breathing, uh, difficulty breathing or something mm -hmm. like that, mm -hmm. right? Because I'm, I'm getting uh, like <clears throat> doing something like that. I don't feel like I'm vomiting. I feel like I'm trying to like inhale real deeply or something like that. Anyways. Yes. What I'm seeing, he's showing me this image. It's such an interesting image. I'm seeing uh, lots of um, hot air balloons. Hmm. I don't know if there was a festival in your area or when you were a kid or something like that where they had many hot air balloons. Do you understand this? We live in Howell, and every year they have the Howell um, challenge of hot air balloons going up at the 
at the high school. So get the absolutely. heck out of here. I never heard of that. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Every summer we have it, Lisa. I would have never, I didn't even, I didn't know that was such a thing. You know, I know that, you know, every once in a while you see like 10 hot air balloons, but I don't know that there's actual festival yep. or something like it's that. It's called the Michigan Challenge or something, and it's every year they, they just set off maybe 10, 15, 20 hot air balloons at dusk, and it's beautiful. Absolutely Damn. beautiful. Wow. So where do they go? Is it like Up a, in the air. A race? Why? <laughs> <laughs> just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> So is it a race or is it a no it's like it's just like an event and it's a fair and they have uh they do it at dusk where it's really nice and it's 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 very pretty it's very i pretty. bet i bet especially with the fire and everything mm -hmm. yeah i bet mm -hmm. you that's really cool so anyways um yeah it's just so why does that stuff come through you guys it's random it has really nothing to do with the message oh. to her it has absolutely nothing to do with it it's simply random evidence that comes through his good memories could be okay so maybe he went to it once or uh random evidence just confirming that i am really with her mm -hmm. right versus bumpa or jenny or colleen or one of them mm -hmm. right now in a public gallery very often in cheryl sherry you've been to my galleries quite a few times right. and so when there's a piggyback so i narrow you guys down and I don't ever want to leave anyone out because it could very well be that their loved ones are there talking mm -hmm. to them, but they're just not quite as in tune to that radio station as your father is. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I have everybody pay attention and listen because the message to you may also piggyback to those other people. So anyway, so I have them listen in. The message to you is he shows me you as who's that goddess that has all the arms. <laughs> I, but you know what I'm talking about? I don't know if it's Callie. I, I don't know. But I've got like eight arms here. So in other words, he's, tell, he's talking to me about you juggling a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Talking to me about you juggling a lot of stuff. And the thing is... I go by my gut here. Is he worried about all the things? Do I feel like you're going to drop all these things that you're juggling? No, actually, I don't. I hmm. don't. The vibe that I get from him, I see all these arms. The vibe I get from him is, hot damn, she's good. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's what I'm good. getting, honestly. It's you're good at what you do. You're good at juggling everything, whether it's work, home, life, blah, blah, blah. Whatever it is, you're good at it. And he's watching you. Like master this, you already have mastered it, but he's watching you and he's he's mightily impressed. Ah, uh, that's good. And it's as simple as that. It really is simple as that. Oh, that makes me happy. Good. Well, I'm glad he came through. Oh, me too. <laughs> me yeah, too. Very good. All right, Thank honey. You. you take Thank care. You, mm -hmm. It was great Bye. talking with you, sweetheart. <laughs> bye bye. So, everybody, I hope this helps you understand a little bit about what happens in a gallery. If you haven't listened to the whole thing, a lot of the uh, initial information was about that. Um, this Saturday's gallery is in Rochester at Updog Yoga, 210 West University. Starts at 7 o'clock. Tickets are $25 in advance and 30 at the door. Mm -hmm. We are far from sold out. There's lots of tickets left. Um, but ticket sales will be shut off at like 5 or 6 o'clock. So 
try to get your tickets a little bit early if you want to save a few bucks. You can get tickets at on my Eventbrite page, which is just lisabuson.eventbrite.com, or go to my website, just go to mediumlisa.com. The information can be found on the events page. So everybody, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you listened in and learned something. That's ultimately what I do this for, so that I can help inform you and share the knowledge with you. So thank you very much. I appreciate your being here with me. God bless everybody. Mwah.